With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The management at 1400 Fox Sports would like to remind you that the following program may not, in fact, absolutely does not reflect the views and opinions of our staff, nor is it consistent in any way with our core values as a radio station and media company. Now that being said, enjoy. 3, 10, 30. Broadcasting from the historic Tower Theater in beautiful Springfield, Missouri. It's a tradition! 1400 Fox Sports presents the 31030. 30-ish minutes of the best sports radio show in the Ozarks. With your hosts, Kevin Howard and Clint Gurley. Despite having gone to middle school in the Exxon Station. With special guests Marty the Sign Man Prather and the Dr. Matt Parrish. This is the 31030 on 1400 Fox Sports. Here's your hosts, Kevin and Clint. Three, three, count them, Trey. Topics, 10, 10 minutes apiece, 30-ish minutes. The crux of the show. That's really it. That's it. In a nutshell. That's what we do here uh, on a bi, sometimes monthly, sometimes weekly basis. Yeah, whenever we feel like it. Yeah, that's right. We did one last week. Did not have the full crew. Today, I'm happy to report we do have the entire party mm-hmm. uh, joining us today. Kevin Howard, Clint Gurley, the sign man, Marty Prather, as seen on TV, <laughs> and the Dr. Matt Parrish. <clears throat> Everybody's here. We're all here. I yeah. like that reference. Welcome. Thank you. As seen on TV, last night even, you were on TV. What the, what was that all about? With all the uh, old folks watching. Did you get arrested? No, it was at 10 uh, o'clock at night. No uh, old folks were oh, awake for this. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, I was on the 9 o'clock, too. So why were you? I recorded both of them. Why were you on the news, man? Uh, Twenty years ago, Mark McGuire had it was the home run chase between him and Sammy Sosa. Has it really been twenty years now? Jeez, it's been twenty years and twenty pounds. <laughs> I, I can I, I can actually attest that the Bud Light hot dog peanut diet does not work. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gained I gained nineteen it, pounds in twenty days. It's not a keto friendly diet. Yeah, oh, bummer. I had a lot of fun. Good Fatkins. So twenty years ago, mm-hmm. home run race. It, yep. And then Marty's on TV. Yeah, what happened we, there? Well, uh, Frank Cusimano... The Coos! From, from St. Sorry. Louis, NBC affiliate up there, they're doing like an hour, maybe two hour uh, special on McGuire. And he remembered that I had the Mac Attack pack and was pretty much a fixture at, at Bush Stadium in, in 98. And he called Chad Pline, and Chad Pline came over to the house and interviewed me and nice uh it showed last night it wasn't it, i mean it wasn't very wasn't very long sure <laughs> what was what was the focus though like what what you what just the excitement that you guys yeah, had the, about it, it he had a list of questions from coos uh mm-hmm. basically what was it like what was the biggest thrill um, these are hard-hitting well and, and <laughs> I, right. this is deep and, stuff and i asked I, I said you know what just don't ask me how i feel about him uh, you know now now that was one of the questions. Was it? Yeah, and I said, you know... So you had restrictions on his interview. I tried. <laughs> Don't ask me about finances or... Uh, My tax returns. Right. But uh, unfortunately, I rambled and told him what I thought. I mean, and, Well, I, was, I said, well, you know this or not, there's not any McGuire stuff hanging in my house. He's and dead it, to you, isn't he? Well, 
my daughter my daughter was uh, three or four years old at the time, and I just didn't want to, you know, be two faced about it. So I took his stuff to. I had other stuff to put up because of the steroids. You do have right. some stuff you were lacking. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Your perspective on it now. 20 years later. Well, especially now that it's a, a, an even more pertinent question, maybe, because be. there's a name being floated right now I know. to take over as manager. Yeah. Oh, oh heavens no. I, he's been a bench heavens coach for no. two teams he's and been a hitting, hitting coach, coach for the Cardinals last time they won a he World Series. He was put in his time, man. He's ready to go. Oh, heavens no. Why don't you just bring Pete Rose back in and let him manage the Reds at the same time? Well, the last guy they just Whoa. plucked from the front office and stuck in the dugout, so I don't see how this is any different are you or saying any worse. Big Mac and Pete Rose are the same? No, one's taller. And, <laughs> but they're both got, you know, they, they both, there's, they both got controversy and stains. Very good. Stained. Um, but... How, it, no, it's changed. I mean, I had so much fun in 98. I mean, it was the place to be. I mean, like I was talking to Clint earlier, and if you were at a bar or if you were in, in a restaurant, you stopped eating, drinking. Mm-hmm. Well, I, drinking. It doesn't, I can't believe it's but been 20 years. Right? Sixth period <clears throat> algebra. <laughs> they turned on the radio in San Diego no yeah. to hear if he was going to do it. That's fine. I, I went out and got tickets from every game he homered in. Wow. It was also pretty big for the game, too, because at that time it was four years after the strike and yep. it brought a lot of people back into those seats. There hadn't been, in my lifetime, still even to this day, a more exciting time to be a baseball fan than yeah. that chase. In general, right? Yeah, in Just general. general. Just overall, baseball had not been on the national consciousness as much in the last 20 years than it was in 1998. You know, I think what really added to it was the rivalry of the two teams, too. Totally. So you had USA and Russia. You know, you right. had you had the evil empire up there in, in Chicago, and, and in fact, little, little known fact, uh, Sosa actually took the lead on the Friday of the last weekend when we were. I'm like, oh, this can't happen. <laughs> I mean, because that, that just ruins the whole season. And then McGuire went on to hit four more after that, and Sosa stopped it. I guess five more. It was 66-65, and then, and then uh, ended up 70-60 to McGuire. And Griffey was in that chase too. A lot of people don't remember he was about ten behind. About the All Star break, he was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was a steroid era. Everybody was hitting them. You know? Griffey it's, wasn't on roids. It still takes more than steroids to hit home runs. And that's all I'll say. Well, that's true. As a, And I think you guys know, as an absolute defender of steroid use. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, cool. we are going to talk about the Cardinals some more, but congratulations on your TV appearance. I can't wait for the, Thank you. I, uh, first time in a long time. Was, uh, and, Ch- <laughs> was, and Chad Plant's a good guy. He's a great guy, yeah. and he did he did. I mean, he's probably spent two hours. Ned Reynolds' son. No, I don't, I don't know if you guys that. knew that. Grandson, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Great grandson. So a little later on the show, we're going to get into the Cardinals because obviously some pretty big stuff surrounding the All-Star break. With the Cardinals, what do they do moving forward? Thoughts on uh, Matheny getting fired. That's all coming up. Uh, we also are going to continue baseball talk. Uh, right around the All-Star break, uh, Manfred made some really, really mean uh, comments about the best player in all of baseball. Mm. And we're going to dissect those a little bit too. But first, everyone's favorite, we need to start the NBA. <laughs> I know that's why you guys showed up today. DeMar DeRozan, detrated uh, to, to down uh, in uh, San Antonio. And uh, a big F you to uh, Kawhi Leonard. Go to Canada. We'll yeah. see you later. We know how excited you are to be there. Mm. That's not what I want to talk about. What I do want to talk about is DeMar DeRozan's post on Instagram about loyalty. Uh, and, and look, there is no secret. When he was up in Toronto, he was Toronto's guy, and he loved that city just like they loved him. More than even Vince Carter. 
who put that city on the map as far as basketball goes. But DeMar DeRozan was their guy, and they get rid of him. And he goes on Instagram and posts this thing about getting stabbed in the back and loyalty. And mm. you know everyone's writing these big stories about how he was the heart and soul of Toronto. How could you do this? I want to step back outside of this story and just look at loyalty as a whole as it pertains to sports. Does it even have a place in professional sports anymore? Loyalty. And if it does, what place is that? Gosh. Well, first of all, I just want to say about the, the trade, the Kawhi, my kid came running down like Paul Revere. You know, like it was like, <laughs> Kawhi was trading to Toronto! Kawhi was... So anyway, but loyalty. You know, this is one of these old man conversations that we're going to have right here. I can tell right now. You're right at me. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marty, but get off my lawn. No loyalty anymore. Curmudgeon complaining. And, uh, and there isn't. Was there ever? And there, sure. Oh yeah. Was there really? I was think there so. ever? I think. I think. Yeah. There was. And, and another thing. It boils down to another thing besides just loyalty. It's li- it's lying to the guy. You know. They told him, "We're not going to trade you," and they didn't and until they, they did. And then they did. So that's even worse than just not being loyal. That's just being, you know, no integrity either. Is it? I mean, to me, it's like I'm a virgin, and then you you have sex, and then were you lying when you said you were a virgin? No, no, because you weren't different. at the time, and now you aren't. Nah. I'm just saying it's the same thing. You're not a liar until you do it. It's not a lie until you do it. Hey, That's we're not going to trade you until we trade you. Strange analogy. I just wanted to bring up the fact that I have had intercourse. <laughs> I want everyone to know. Recently, we know you got you know, kids. I was having a kid. Sure, there was loyalty, uh, like George Brett. And Brooks Robinson and Johnny Bench, but that's forty years ago. Hank Aaron, Hank, all those grades that could have jumped uh, when free agency broke out in the mid seventies didn't. Pete Rose jumped; he didn't have any loyalty. Jackie Robinson, little known fact, when he was on the Dodgers, got traded to the Giants and retired instead of going to the Giants because mm-hmm. of the rivalry. To be fair, travel back in those days. <laughs> I mean, who, from, from the New York, yeah. from the Brooklyn Dodgers to the New York Giants, yeah, know, travel yeah. was... Travel out of those days. I mean, who wants to go? That's, that's three boroughs away. Yeah. But, but free agency changed it in the 70s, but you, you still saw, you know, greats that just didn't look right in, like Johnny Unitas in a San Diego Charger uniform just oh, yeah. doesn't look right. But Pools didn't have any loyalty. Right. Well, it works both ways. I mean, right. If the players, and if they get offered a how happy crap ton of money, is. they're going to they're gonna do right. You say, and this is the point I want to make sure gets said early in this conversation so there's context. You said free agency changed yeah, everything. Was it almost forced labor before free agency? Sure. Is that how you say loyalty exists is that your definition of loyalty when they are contractually no, obligated no, to no, only no, play no, for no, these no. people because the when you have law the, says so when you have the right to move like brett did okay and, and bench did and then you didn't move then that's loyalty yachty yachty staying where he's at that's that's loyalty but people that, that had the mm-hmm. first chance to get out of town and make and make big bucks they're just chasing the money and, yeah. they don't care and, and usually it doesn't right. lebron how many times did he move four Miami yeah. back to Cleveland and now three. Yeah, three times. But I think the, the conversation is about does the organization have loyalty to you as a player, right? And I think there are more examples of that than we're giving credit for here. Yadier Molina is a great example mm-hmm. who was overpaid last year mm-hmm. in the twilight of his career, believe it or not. I know that's hard to admit. Got a lot more money than he probably should have to remain a Cardinal and retire a Cardinal. 
Mm. Same thing happened with Alex Gordon in Kansas City. The same thing happened with Albert Pujols. They threw the sink at Albert Pujols, and he didn't want to sign. So I disagree with the notion that organizations don't have loyalty to their players. I think they have duties that are tiered. Number one is profit. Number two is winning. Number three is probably players. And number four is probably fans. But I do think players are on that list, and I think that they have shown. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Not all of them, but some of them, that they are willing to go above and beyond to retain players who are uh, who are important to the organization. <laughs> you know, I mean, but with Yachty, I think they would have lost a lot of fans. Oh, yeah. But that goes right back to your number one. It's a business. Well, right, but and, in, and, and, and profit, and, and they would have lost fans and, and butts in the seat. You still want Yachty behind TV that belt. plate, though. and You don't want anybody else back there. There's not very many guys right now. He may be in the twilight of his career, but, I mean, he's still, you know, rocking it. Yeah, he's uh, been a good saying. player, but they right. paid him too much money relative to his value. And same as Gordon. Yeah, the first year exactly. after a contract isn't the one you want to look at. You want to wait until two or three more years down the line. Let's look at next year and the next year. See where that value really is. What would you guys feel like if... I heart media <laughs> just <laughs> traded me to oh. some who knows where. We're, we, we are not actively trying to trade you, Kevin, but if it does happen, okay, it doesn't mean see. that we weren't loyal. Hmm. No one's beating the door down, Kevin. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. When we field an offer. Yeah. But I would, but I would, you know, I've been with Domino's for 42 years. I don't think I could ever see myself working for Papa. Not now. Not now, anyway. Also, if you're a player, why? who do you have loyalty to? Do you have it to the organization, or do you have it to your family? The city and, and the fans probably more than the management. Yes, I definitely mean, that, but also your family first, and family means dollars, and the legacy of those dollars carry on years and years and years. If, if you got to go next door to get the dollars to protect your family for the next four decades— do it. This is true with any business, though. It's not just sports. I mean, you know, they they can me in a second. Yeah. If it was, you know, for whatever reason, and and I'm sure that's true with almost all. You know, I'm talking it's from CEOs all the way down to the the door guy, doorman, whatever. It's great. This is not exclusive to to sports no. at all. There's no. I, mean, I shouldn't say no because there is a little bit in some depending on where you're looking, but uh, corporate America. There's no loyalty. This is corporate America. Right. I mean, make no mistake about it. Sports are corporate America. Right. right. You know, and and some leagues maybe more than others, but certainly within the context of sports, Matt broke it down into tiers, but I'm curious to hear from you guys. Like, what role does loyalty play now? How do you see loyalty as defined in 2018? Is there a place for it in sports anymore? Mm -hmm. I, I, absolutely. When you got a fan favorite that still can produce and still put butts in the seat, I mean, you don't want to you don't want to use a roster spot for dead wood. Um, like Willie Mays back in you know his last year, I mean, he was worthless. Mm-hmm. But but he still they put him back on the Mets and he brought people you know people in. You got to be able to produce and you can't you can't be foolish with your your money. And that and that's really loyalty to the fans though, not to the player. You're 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 being loyal because your fan you know. You don't want the fans to be mad. 
You're also milking and, the and, fans for for the for money. money. Yeah, right, I right, mean, right, you're putting right. on more of a circus than right, a game right. at that point. God, I don't know if that's loyalty. Remember when uh, what was it? Uh, Namath went and played for the 49ers. I think it was. That was so weird. Was it the 49ers? Rams. Rams. Yeah. Rams. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that was so weird. Anyway, I just don't know, guys. I don't know if we uh, cheering and loyalty to me are, are two different things. And when a I don't know. Maybe at some point I got jaded, or maybe it's because I grew up in a different era than than you you guys did. But to me, uh, a player who stays with a team for a long time that's great, so long as he's getting paid as much. But like I didn't have a dog in the in the Pujols race, so when he went to Anaheim, I thought, damn, that's a lot of money. Good for him. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, good for that guy. Go get that money. I didn't feel anything for that because you know, first of all, it wasn't my team, but. Then again, it, it, maybe that's just the attitude I have with all the teams. When a player goes, like when Whoa. LaDainian Tomlinson left the Chargers, or we got rid of him, my first thought was, well, not the player he used to be. Yeah, he wouldn't. I get it. He you know? Then he go to stink it up at the Dolphins, right? Didn't he? What, no, he, he went to the, the Jets. Jets. Oh, yeah. And he played okay. I, I was thinking the you know, people, I, I, you know I keep on going back to yesteryear, but Cal Ripken wasn't that good of a player at the end of his career, but Baltimore showed loyalty to him. You couldn't trade Cal Ripken for what he did, what he brought to that organization. Well, he was worth more to them in an Orioles uniform than he would have been to any other That's team. That's right. You know, right, so that there's right. no there's no trade you could offer. I mean, same as Yachty. Let's say okay, let's right. say back in the day when, when when he was waning, and say the Twins would have been like, hey, take Kirby Puckett, we'll give you a Kirby for Cal Ripken. You don't think the Orioles would have taken that deal? No. You don't think they would? They would have offered Griffey up in his mid twenties? Absolutely, they do. Because there's there's loyalty even. Well, no one's going to gonna be dumb enough to trade Griffey for 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 Ripken. Okay, but but what what I'm what I'm well, hearing is here. no no no. What I'm hearing is there's loyalty, sure, but the business side of things wouldn't present itself. So you get to play the moral card. Look at how loyal well, we're yeah, being I to mean, Cal I, Ripken. I think it comes when down nobody's to, coming to ask. It's a case by case basis, and it, mm-hmm. and it really depends on the quality of that person's. Integrity, right, and, right? Whether you're whether you're a money grabber like Rose was, or if you're really a quality person like Bench was. And on the other side, if you're the organization, you know, it also kind of depends on if you're screwing the guy. I mean, if you're just trading somebody and they're going to make good money and they're going to be fine, their family's going to eat. Somebody, especially who's been with you for a long time and really, really hardworking, yeah. fan favorite, that kind of thing, you know. And then you screw them over. That's a whole different thing. And that's where lack of loyalty, I think, really shows. But if you're just making the trade and uh seems like a good trade and everybody's making money, then I don't know. I think I could sum this up by saying that does loyalty still exist in sports today? Sure. You just have to look a lot harder to find yeah. it. Is that it? Yeah. That's how you put a button on the damn, end of the segment. Damn right. All right, we're going to move on. we got a lot of Cardinal stuff to go over. Actually, not a lot, just the one thing, but it's a pretty big thing. No more manager. How did we get here? Does somebody else need to get let go? What do we do moving forward? That's all next. This is the 310-30 on 1400 Fox Sports. This is the 31030 on 1400 Fox Sports. Here's your hosts, Kevin and Clint. Three topics, 10 minutes per topic, about 30-ish minutes and three degrees in the studio. It's very cold in here today, and I'm <laughs> sorry. The that. power of three. Yes. Kevin Howard. Don't say the power of three around here. Stop rubbing your nips. Jeez, what <laughs> happened? Let's go with Marty's nips. Marty was on the three the other night, so I had the power of three. All right. Uh, Kevin Howard, Clint Gurley, the doctor, Matt. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I've, I'm, look, I've been sick for six weeks. Leave me alone. The Are you going to a doctor? Yeah, today. There's one right there. Is this yeah. sympathy illness? You, not not medical doctor. Are you loyal to your doctor? Dentistry. I'm not. Are you loyal to your doctor? I don't know his first name. <laughs> don't know it. I know that why when I go you, in. Why would you? You, you, you don't do, want you call, do you call your doctor doctor or do you call him, hey, Jim? Yeah, I don't know. I call him doctor. Those I days call him Jim. Those I call him doc. Yeah, well, see, all your doctors are probably older than you guys. Mine's obviously younger. Oh, Jimmy, I've outlived. Hey, I've, come I, in, Jimmy. I've outlived my dentist and my urologist. Well, that's sad. Thought I'd Gosh. share that with America. <laughs> yeah, America. Uh, or Mitch. <laughs> all right, so Kevin Howard, Clint Gurley, the sign man, Marty Prather, the Dr. Matt Perry. We're all here. here. Welcome in. Uh, did you guys enjoy the All-Star game? We're going to talk about the Cardinals here in like uh, 30 seconds or so, but I just wanted to get All-Star impressions. First of all, home run derby. Anybody watch that? I thought the game was a home run derby. I back-to-back <laughs> back home run derbies. Yeah. I didn't watch it start to finish. I haven't watched any baseball start to finish in two years. But I found myself rooting against Cubs. Yeah. Uh, Schwarber, I thought he was beat. And then I was rooting against Mr. Hairflip and oh. Dad Gummit. They made in the they're in the finals. Yeah. Now I'm rooting against. Now I'm rooting for injuries. Oh man, <laughs> that's mean. And I'm like, so. Did you see uh, Bryce do, checking out his hair in the mirror yeah, in the locker room yeah, before he went out for the final? He was adjusting his uh, bandana. And he, and he didn't. You know. And yes, he was adjusting his headband. And he turned around and saw it with the camera was on him, and he pointed to the camera. I'm like, oh. <laughs> somebody throw a brush. Back. My favorite thing about the home run derby was watching it with my wife, who hadn't ever watched baseball really um, this year or ever. <laughs> yeah. You know. But uh, first thing she says when Bryce Harper comes on the screen is, that guy looks like a douchebag. Ah, <laughs> and yep. I was like, I not, thought you were going to say that. wrong. That guy's looking good. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah he absolutely it, was. It, it, you know what, though? It was a pretty exciting one because the hometown guy won, to, unlike when Pools was in all, all-star game in St. Louis and he got eliminated in the second round and it was dud. The new format's great. It is as much it is better. Smart. Home run derbies go, the new format is great. His dad almost choked because he, th- he threw five balls in a row. Right. But what about now? There's controversy about Harper that you you have to wait until the ball lands. They weren't waiting. They weren't waiting. They weren't waiting. No, at the end. they no, they weren't. And, and he was he was cheating by about five seconds. That's not a big deal though. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a deal because it's it's all about the time now. Yeah, it's a big deal. Throw him, hit him. I was what, screaming. What, 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 at, I was screaming at my TV. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, also go ahead. The, no, the. Uh, the best thing about All Star Games when I was a kid was seeing your the inter, the players' introductions and back in the day when the Reds couldn't wear they had to wear black shoes and wrote and Morgan would come out in white shoes and and Foster in red and that was I just like to see all the players on the line and then the production of the national anthem where I got chills because they had thirty nine medal uh, recipients uh, honor medal of honor medal of honor that's recipients and, yeah and it was just, and then all the players went and shook their hands afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It was very, and then there was one more thing about the national anthem that night. Who sang it? Who did it? Who did it? I'm sorry. I, I didn't watch no. it. No. Oh, the, it was a military piece. Fergie? Think, no. Cardi B? <laughs> I believe it. Cardi B. I Murray. thought there was a group. Oh. Give me some thought. We were just guessing. Uh, we Pentatonics? Yeah, yeah. Boys to Men? The Who? Oh, <laughs> I know what it was. The who? I was on Twitter, and uh, Wainwright <laughs> tweeted out, and showed the picture of his kids standing up in his living room with their hands over their hearts. That's cool. Watching the TV, I go, "That's how you raise I kids." Mi- I missed cool. that. I missed the 
uh, any of that. Our daughter was in bed just slacking off, <laughs> hating America. Get out of bed and stand at attention. <laughs> so after You're the all three for God's yeah, sake, after the all star festivities were over, the Cardinals said bye bye to Mike Matheny. Oh man! Actually, what's funny? Traded him also to Toronto. <laughs> Anyways, first impressions were what for you guys when you saw the Gosh. news? Well, I mean, I don't think it was a surprise to anybody. I mean, they, you don't they, think so? That it, I, no, no. I mean. Maybe the timing of it. I mean, yeah, there was a second Sunday morning when I'm like, oh. Saturday yeah. Night but then, Massacre. But after that second was over, I mean, everybody kind of thought it was coming, I think. But, uh, you know, I was not a Matheny hater like all you people. I uh, say you, y'all, uh, all you. I was you. never a hater. All yeah. Ewans. All Ewans in the, in the room. Because I thought the guy, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think they were just, they had to do something, mix it up, whatever. Maybe this was the right thing to do. But, I mean, I don't blame him. Because, I mean, the guy took him. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. ...to the playoffs a bunch of times. But... He took him to but, the World Series. He but, had a winning record. He had Larusa's um, team to eh, take him there in 12 and 13. Eh, people say that. He still, couldn't manage a bullpen. Well, all I know is he, he had a winning record uh, over his time, and like I said, four playoff appearances, one World Series, and... He was a. He was a. I saw somebody post this on Facebook. People forget he was runner up for manager of the year uh, to uh, Madden um, when he made it to the playoffs with the Cardinals and they had a bunch of injuries. He did, and he did. A, so I'm just saying, I don't know who they're going to get. He wasn't the worst manager. I know they had to do a shakeup of some kind, and I guess this was all they could do. Big fan of Mike Schilt. You are? Yeah, because I'm. He's an organizational guy. He's a team guy. He's yeah. a team guy. He's his communication skills. Players have saved letters that they have found in his locker from Double A on up. Uh, there, he's a player's guy. I mean, they they really like him. Plus, I have a great sign. Mm. Shilt happens. You're right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what did you post on Facebook? Holy Shilt. Yeah. Holy oh, Shilt. <laughs> yeah. The Shilt hit the fan. I like him. I hope he's. I hope he's more than the interim. Oh, I do too. I'd like. To, you know, I, I mean. I, it's, he doesn't need to make the playoffs this year, but they need to see a different type of ball being played by the end of the year than what's been played the last year and a half. Does part of Sloppy. you does part of you feel like this hinges Schilt becoming full time manager that it kind of hinges on only Dexter Fowler doing better? There's a part of me that thinks if he can turn Dexter Fowler around, make this big signing, the last big signing that they've had. Ozuna's the big signing. Ozuna, too. Ozuna, okay. Both of them. Yeah, but but more, right. I think. Both of them. Okay. So, but if they, but Fowler has been the one who's struggled the most. And he was the free agent. You know what I mean? He was the, yeah. And so, to me, it's like, if he does well, if only Dexter Fowler does well, clearly this was the right choice. Because it pays off that move 
I don't know. That's the, that right, was my right. impression. He in his first game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's all. And and there was a huge. I mean, everybody knew about the rift between Matheny and him. Right. So if that could be repaired, and all of a sudden his game turns around, to me that means hey, you get to stay on and be the manager. Yeah. One player. I think you know, and, and not even your best player. That's weird. And I will say this again: they're not out of it. <laughs> they're not out of it. Eighty-seven wins. Out of what? Whatever. I mean, maybe maybe not. They might not win as many games as I don't know. I forgot what I predicted. We're gonna roll I'm back. Sh- the I'm sure it'll be exactly right. Whatever it was, but I, I still think they're 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 not they're not out of it. So do you see the season? He could, he could, I'm just saying it, that's how he keeps his job too. That's another way. Moving forward, how do you see the rest of the season playing out? I'm going to watch my first game tonight. So it's actually my second. It has reinvigorated you, yeah, in your fandom. Yeah, well, it's also the only game on. It's the only game on, <laughs> yeah. and it's the Cubs. You know. Literally, it's the only it, baseball game. This week, this weekend's going to say a lot. There's a lot of baseball God, for the Cardinals this weekend. You, you think there's pressure? Coming out of the, you know, they win that last game, his his only his first game. You like there's pressure. And I don't. And, and coming out of the Austin, they got the Cubs. They really are in it. Can you imagine if they? What happens with it if they? If they take three or four. All right. Well, They're back right in the five. thick of it, man. Because of the doubleheader. Oh really? Yeah. There's five at the Cubs. Want to go? Uh, no. Road trip. <sighs> I think it's house money for the Cardinals right now. Anything that they do that's positive is is it's house money because. Mm. The expectation, I think, just was so dire there for a while. They lost 10 of 15 going into the break. Uh, they've been trending downward for two to three years. Almost like Royal-ish. Yeah, I mean, they're not 40 <laughs> games under, you know what I mean? But yeah. everyone expected the Royals would be terrible, just maybe not this terrible. I don't know. I just think they've been trending in the wrong way, and I think you know any improvement looks good on Schilt. It looks good on you know the guys in the field. But look, going back to Matheny here, and I know we got to wrap this up. No, you're fine. We don't. So we have so much time to He fill. doesn't play in the game. Okay, so you can say whatever you want about Matheny as far as the organization goes and losing the clubhouse, but those guys still have to produce. Those are the guys that are making money. And that organization, we haven't said a, a lick about Mosellock in here. He has not brought in the caliber of talent that Walt Jockety brought in over got, the course of his career. He got lucky in 11. He, he got lucky over the last few seasons that guys like DeYoung and guys like uh, Martinez from Kansas City mm-hmm. came up and produced. If yeah. those guys didn't produce, this team could be yeah. way worse. Oh, and, and all those kids from the Cardinal uh, Springfield team that came up and short, you know, just all, Descalzo and just so guys saying, like that. Are you <laughs> saying he couldn't carry Waltz? <clears throat> Jockety? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I think that. I think that. I I don't know that he has the same vision as a Jockety. I also think that. The purse strings are a little tighter now than they were. They're printing it though. Fifteen years I mean, ago. I mean, they are printing it. Mm-hmm. That ballpark village phase two. Then it's a Dewitt thing yes. because yeah. it, it, I think it goes front office and ownership because and I don't think it's all Matheny. I think that was an easy deflection for them. They're still selling more tickets to games than uh, except the Yankees. Allegedly, any other team. They or, may. You look at those stands. Those stands. Section yeah. 139, row 9 hasn't had anybody in it for a while. What's wrong with that section? <laughs> that you? Can't see. I mean, I, I don't know. I just read it the other row, day. Row 10. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, the surge of the Brewers, the surge of the Cubs, you know, even the Pirates being competitive, I think that all has weighed on that front office. And I don't know that they've made the right decisions relative to those other teams. Look what the Brewers did in the offseason. They look like a, 
a great team. They have a great outfield and probably will be a good team for the next three and, to four years. And all that right there is, is why they are where they are more than Matheny being their manager. I would and, agree with that. You know, And they just had to do something because the fans were getting restless. They, fans like Marty. And other fans, and and they were they were they were they were they knew they had to make a. You think it was the fans as the catalyst? No, but I think that's a good a guy like Marty is a good barometer for how the average person probably feels about that club. Having having watched them win for fifteen straight years, spoiled, very spoiled. But you know what though? I mean, I was there during the '90s when they were terrible with Langford. I mean, they but it, it still felt like they were. Entertaining and playing decent baseball, where you turn them on now and they're and they're making errors, and all base the errors. runnings, and mm-hmm. and guys aren't performing. And and you know what? It's probably a really good thing that Houston is not in that division yeah. anymore. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, they got they got that guy from the Cardinals, right? The the front office guy, yeah. the analytics guys, yeah. and so there's a lot of things going on with that we front need, office need that need to be fixed. We need to hack that into his has a good apple pie recipe. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's in was prison. By the way, that what it was? Yeah. He is. <laughs> Talk about a fall guy. Yeah, jeez. Oh. Well, now, and I like Schilt to stay though. Okay, but I don't think that's going to happen. Is, ev- is everybody in Schilt's corner? Is everybody cheering for him? And wants him to be the guy? I, I would rather have somebody like that. That's a good communicator that that can get results than a big. Juicy name like McGuire. Oh, I want McGuire so bad. Big Mac. We were talking see, see about I this. I want him so bad. There's other guys out there I saw, too. I saw what you yeah, did. Yeah, there are other guys. I mean, McGuire's been putting in his time, as we talked about. You know, he he could get a management job somewhere. And God, if you're going to go somewhere, St. Louis, they. And then uh, I saw. I heard Beltran's name brought up. I heard uh, player coach for who? Yadi. Yadi. <laughs> I don't know about that. Come on. He's kind of he's kind of been that, I think. Come on. Yeah, really. Unofficially. Right. The That's window's closed on Akindo. I think and Akindo, yeah. I think Akindo would have been a great hire the year they hired Matheny. Agreed. Um because of because of all the Hispanics anyway and, and a great teacher and and Cardinal Way and all that, but um I think he's just happy just being a coach right now and teaching. And then who's the dude? Everybody. Joe Girardi right. was discussed yeah. as well. Yeah. But look at around the league. You look at some of the guys who have been hired. Davey Martinez was hired in in DC. Uh, what's the guy? Gabe Kapler was hired yeah. in Philadelphia. I mean, that guy's only been out of the league for like eight years. So like, it's weird the kind of names that are out there right now and who's being hired. Let's say this. Who's a Triple A now? I mean, I don't know who the. Uh, we were just talking about. It's Pop, Pop Warner. Pop Warner's still there, I believe. Pull him up. The pop, yeah. I want no Mag- comedies. I want McGuire. So you remember bad. that about him, Pop Warner, when he was at Springfield. Uh, he was the first manager at Springfield Cardinals, and uh, no, that was Maloney. Oh yeah, yeah, second, right, second manager. Yeah. You're right, Maloney. Yeah. Who he's gone too, isn't he? He's been gone. For yeah, a he was a years. fall guy last yeah. year. But anyway, um, <laughs> no comedies. Pop Warner wouldn't let the players watch comedies on the bus. I, that I, comes I, from I, Mike Lynchcock, who used to do the games. I heard he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't liked by a couple people over there. Yeah, he didn't have a sense of humor, no. from what I understood. I'm going to say two words, and I and I truly believe they will change the entire direction of the Cardinals organization. Ooh. Bobby Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that guy's so bad. I like Come Bobby. On. I like Bobby. See, Bobby lasted 15 minutes in Boston when he went there. <laughs> Why was he in the news lately? I don't know. What did I see? I saw him on something lately. I don't know what it was now, but anyway. The commissioner of Major League Baseball going after one of its biggest stars. Was he right to do so? That's next. It's 310-30 on 1400 Fox Sports. Recorded live in the historic Tower Theater in the heart of Springfield, Missouri. This is the 31030 on 1400 Fox Sports. Three topics. Ten minutes per topic, 30-ish. 
Schminitz. Mm-hmm. Schminitz. That's Kevin Howard. I'm Clint Gurley, the sign man, Marty Prather. Sales are up. <laughs> and the Dr. Matt Parrish Golly. here as well. That's all you think about sales. Record week. <laughs> are you guys still doing that 50% off? No, that was in it last week. No. Uh, the, the, I think the next one comes up in Boy, a day late, a dollar short on your sales over there at Domino's. Want me, Which lo- is... want me to loan you a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> get, some, get some winglets? Mm. I love the winglets, but... I like the peggies. The peg legs, peg legs, the peg are, the legs are the ones. Oh, yeah, peg legs are the ones. Inside joke. We, uh, we, we've covered uh, Cardinals. We've covered DeMar. Uh, I did want to touch on on Rob Manfred, though, just quickly. Because Isn't I was... he the guy from Judas Priest? Man, it's Rob a man, Ma- man. Never mind. No, what was his name? Manfred Mann? No, no Manfred Mann. No, Rob, uh, Rob Man Malford or Pal- I don't know. That's yeah. Funny. You know what I'm talking Lead about. singer. Right. Super gay. Yes. Yeah. Nobody knew that. I know. Mm-mm. Which is surprising with the amount of. Anyways. Leather. I was going to say, yeah. It's a okay. spikage in leather. We might edit this whole part out. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, I do want to talk about Rob Manfred, though, uh, talking about Mike Trout. And he was asked about Mike Trout and why he's not a, a, a bigger household name, despite being the, the best player. And can we all agree, just for the sake of this, Mike Trout is the best player in Major League Baseball? I mean, yeah. Correct. Many ways. Marty? Several ways. Will oh, you yeah. see that? Okay. In, no, not in several ways. Several ways. The best, no, he's, I'm talking about just overall, the best player in Major League Baseball. Well, I'm talking about on the field and off the field. That's oh, what I'm talking talk about. That. I don't care about well, off the field. I mean, well, okay. I think we are comes, in a second. I think it comes into play in this conversation. Okay, well, it will absolutely okay. uh, because Rob Manfred basically said the reason he's not a bigger star is because he won't market himself. We can only do so much for him, but he has to pick up his slack. He has to, you know, pick up his side of things. If he wants to become a bigger star, we want that for him, but he won't do it. Hmm. And then, of course, the Angels came out like the next day and were like, "What's wrong with Mike Trout? He's doing fine. We like him a lot here." And then. Uh, Trout just today was like, there's no beef between us and Manfred. I'm not trying to create beef. What I want to know is, is where's the beef? Uh, w- was he right in doing that? In, in saying That's something stupid. like that? You think so? The the, the, the commissioner? Yeah, the commissioner. Yeah, it's, stu- it's stupid. I don't know. I think it's stupid. I, I don't know What does stupid. he want the guy to do? Oh, you know, he, he's playing baseball. He, like you just said, he's best player in baseball. He is. Um, his off-the-field stuff is... Is uh, unbelievable. I didn't know that much, but I looked up all the stuff he does, like for kids and stuff. And this kid was going blind, and he went and, and hung out with him the whole day, and they helped pay for the kid's surgery. This kid from his hometown in New Jersey, and then and then he does a big sisters, big brothers, big sisters stuff. All kinds of charity all the time. Okay, he this people's um, house burned down right before Christmas, uh, and he bought, he doesn't even know him. Buys him all presents and helps him out. Anyway, so he's like one of the nicest guys. Yeah. In baseball and best player, what else do you do? That's stupid. I mean, I would rather have somebody like Mike Trout that's genuine and doing stuff. A role model, a role model behind the scenes, than Mister Hairflip out in D.C. Sure. I mean, but he's the one promoting himself. He's the one. That's what that's what well-known person. That's right. But I'd rather have on my team and as a raising a kid, I'd rather have him look look up to Mike Trout Mm -hmm. than, than Bryce. Yeah, they need to figure you can't out. All be Reg- He's also a way better player. You can't all be you can't all be Reggie Jackson, who was a great yeah. player, but Mr. October and the straw that stirred the drink. You I mean I'd rather, you gotta have the Thurman Munsons that's just a blue collar that's a nice guy, versus again, Pete Rose promoted himself, jerk. Okay. I think we've bashed Pete Rose enough today <laughs> in here. My thought is is the commissioner wrong? For wanting the best player to also want to to also uh, be the best known player, 
Is he wrong He's for wrong wanting for That's wanting baseball's it, but... job to promote right. him, not Mike Trout's right. job to promote himself. Right. Is it? Yes. yes. I think so. He's doing what he was. he's paid to do, and more. And and uh, they that's their job exactly right. They got marketing people for that. So do you think Major League Baseball department. knows how to market somebody who doesn't hit home runs all the time, or doesn't look like Aaron Judge? I mean, they they've been around long enough. Chicks, they ought to. Chicks dig the long ball. You know what I mean? I think this is a larger reflection of of Manfred and Major League Baseball itself. They don't know how to market this game anymore. Mm-hmm. They have opening season games in Japan that aren't on TV. I mean, it's crazy how much they miss the mark. World Series games that go till midnight. The kids can't watch. It's unbelievable. And so if you look closer at it, it it really is more of a reflection on Manfred than it is Trout. Now, you could say this about Trout. Here's a point that that you could take. Does that team make the playoffs? Mm. No, they don't make the playoffs. Mm. They made the playoffs in 09. They made the playoffs in 14. They were the best team in the American League. They won zero games in the playoffs. Mm. Nobody gets to see Mike Trout on TV. That's true. And those games were on TBS, by the way. So really no one got to see them unless you're half the, the, the public with cable. So that's that's part of the issue is that Trout is hidden on the Angels, the second best team in L.A. Um, and he has had no postseason success. And then largely the Major League Baseball can't market itself. They yeah. don't know what they're doing. West Coast hurts. You know, and just, right. just to add on to kind of like a, yeah. a point B to that, nobody gets to see him because he's he's with a terrible team yeah. on a coast that nobody's staying up to watch. Right. You know, unless you live there, you don't know about him. And if you live there, you're watching probably somebody else. Yeah. You know, another reflection of Harper. He's been in the playoffs year after year after year. People have seen Bryce Harper in the playoffs. He made he made a statement his first game there. I mean, I think I think he you know he he stole a base and I mean you, he was an instant star and he wanted to be an instant star. Trout just wants to do his job. Right. I heard, I heard an interesting thing during the home run derby, which was weird, but it's probably true when they said Bryce Harper has never been cheered like this in his own stadium before. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Because I know his attitude and his demeanor and the way that he plays, and especially this year, kind of the slump he's been in. Fans have turned on him. I mean, a player like that, fans will turn on, but he is certainly, he shows up in five times more commercials than, right. than, than Mike Trout does. You know, when you saw, remember when they used to do the subway commercials and they'd run athletes up there, like little clip, little clip, little clip, and they'd be like, oh, Michael Strahan. Mm. I know him. Why would anybody know a defensive end from the New York Giants? Well, because he was on the New York Giants, and afterwards he promoted himself and became a TV personality. Mm-hmm. Here's an Olympic gold medalist uh, girl. They're interchangeable for subway. They have like 10 of them. Mm. And then this little white guy, <laughs> and you're like, who the hell is that? And then they move on to somebody else. And it's Mike Trout. He's the little <laughs> white guy, but nobody knew who he was, you know? Yeah, well, and that's, I mean, that's kind of true with baseball players just in general. More people know the basketball and football players. I don't know why. Maybe because the baseball, baseball players know, aren't doing the Kardashian should, videos, you know, for a They should know the baseball players because they're not, their faces aren't covered up where football's always wearing helmets. Um, but that, he's doing everything. He's probably, to me, in my mind, he's giving it to him on a silver platter. It could platter. be an old man sport. No, I was going to I think the sport grooms the personality out of you in a lot of ways. I really do. You see, who are the most lively players that you see on the baseball field? The ones with long hair. The ones that come from <laughs> the ones that come from the Dominican and Mexico and Venezuela. Yeah, yeah. They're the ones out there having fun. They're the ones out there with the most personality. Did you notice the difference between those groups? Yes. During the home run derby. Oh yeah, absolutely. When when they call timeout, which again I think is awesome that they get to call timeout. Here comes 
like, players not even from the same country, but you had, what was it, Puerto Rico was represented, and all of a sudden there was like 50 guys around him, and they were fanning him and like talking him up, and it was this big lively <clears> thing. <throat> and Bryce Harper has uh, old uh, shifty eyes, Max Scherzer, <laughs> and one other guy, yeah. and that's it. That's his whole crew. You know, He just know. has those weird two-colored eyes, man. It weirds me out. Max Scherzer does. I just think he's getting... He's, I'll watch it next time. He does. One's like blue and one's brown. Huh. Yeah. In this day and age, if a guy like this, if they can't figure out how to market him, that's their problem. Everybody, everybody's looking for good news and feel good stuff. Yeah. He's giving it to him. He keeps he's keeps clean. He's never in trouble. He's like the perfect dude. Good in the community, and they can't figure it out. And then you got the reason it's so stupid is you got this guy coming out publicly and saying something like that. Yeah. What the hell? Do you think go, baseball... Go to your meeting and say something. Hey, how can we do this? But don't make a public uh, a statement like that. Do you I think just, baseball is gun-shy about throwing its promotional support behind one player because that's worked for them in the past, and then it turns out those players have been on steroids? <laughs> do you think they're a little bit gun-shy? I mean, really. I'm just, I'm just wondering. Because Mike Trout, look, if you're just going to be uh, an outside fan and you look at that guy, he looks like a squatty linebacker. Right, got a huge neck. That is, and that is a stereotypical look for somebody who juices. And 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 look, Rafael Palmero was not a typical looking juicer. So I'm not saying that it's only the people with thick, yeah, the finger wag with thick necks or something like that. But I wonder if they're a little apprehensive about throwing support behind one guy. Well, I don't know. I mean, he's the one. The commissioner is the one that, with yeah. the problem. So if he if he's got a problem with throwing it behind one guy, he ought to keep his mouth shut about this one guy. Uh, I don't. I don't even understand it. And but uh, you know, you've all done commercials. I mean, come on, man. It's not the baseball players are paid to play baseball. Mm. Hire some marketing people. I mean, you do commercial. All you do them, and uh, you know, you figure out. You sit down and you try to figure out what are people, what can get people excited about this product. Yeah. If they don't have that in Major League Baseball, then they're then they're. Sh- they're stupid. They're doing it wrong. Yeah, I think some markets though do it really well. If you look at the way that Salvador Perez is celebrated in yeah. in Kansas City. He's not the best player on the team, but he's very likable. He's got a great personality, and he plays every day. He's he's a catcher, but yeah. he's not been the best player on that team. Hosmer's been the better player. Gordon's been the better player over times, and they weren't promoted or celebrated as much as Perez is now because they didn't have the personality to support that kind of marketing. You're right. The, also true of Trout, the last player that that really captured um, somebody outside of a regional uh, attention was uh, Ortiz. Probably, yeah. and he had that larger than life personality. Something that you Jeter could, with all, you know, even, to, yeah, Jeter though. I think longevity and, and production well, yeah. and playing in New York and girlfriends, Less, yeah, and then the rumors. Let the rumors right. do the work for you. Yeah. The, the the biggest example I can give of Major League Baseball being terrible at promoting itself was the promo that they ran during the entire All Star break. And it was just dudes licking their bats. <laughs> Did you see it? Yes. Oh. It was just it. It was like That's there's weird. real love here. And yeah. it's just a bunch of guys kissing their bats and stuff. And then huh. at the end, Yasiel Puig, who does he even play baseball anymore, uh. licking his bat. Wow. That's weird. We have uh, two and a half minutes to fill. You mentioned that everyone in here has been in a commercial before. I have. I've done work. You have been? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Um, I was actually talent back in the day and got paid to do a... <laughs> Commercial for Chevrolet here locally. Oh, I thought you were going to say Meta, Did, Meta well, Mutual. On, what? Yeah. Miralax. I, 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 what did you do I, in I, your I, commercial? I, I, did you just drive the car? I, yeah, I drove up yeah, next to did. a guy wearing a, driving a Ford. Huh. 
And what'd you do? Oh, please tell me what you did. No, I, he he said something to me. He licked I, his bat. I, I just laughed. <laughs> licked his bat. Wouldn't you? <laughs> so he says. So the idea is, you pull up in a good-looking Chevy. That's he's right. in, he's in a Ford. That's right. He says something to you, and you laugh. I, I laugh and pull off. Hmm. Well, that was good. That's a great commercial. Yeah, that's good marketing, isn't it? <laughs> you know that. Um, did Man- Rob Manford write that? They, 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 <laughs> yeah, they, they used my house uh, for one for. Oh, I can't even remember. Interior design. And then they and then they did something about Father's Day, and I I had to cut my tie in half. Oh, oh. You know, I was a, a child star at uh, prior to my radio career when I was seven years were old. You, were you the before picture? <laughs> no, I was in two commercials, TV commercials, <laughs> that because I knew this. Anyway, my parents knew this guy that made TV commercials, so uh, and he needed some kids, so I got to be in a uh, orange nip, orange juice commercial. No, and I just drank the thing and rubbed my tummy while I was drinking it, uh, <laughs> which is not easy to do when you're seven, because like chewing yeah. gum and walking in the yeah. system. Great, so that I did. Tough. And the other one was a Yellow Pages commercial, and it was they used to have these commercials, B for beds, you know, whatever you're looking for, you can find it in the Yellow Pages. And this one was B for beds, and it was me and that dude, the camera guy's son having a pillow fight nice and so yeah i thought i was gonna be like the next yeah i don't know who that's a my dude. pillow shirley you. temple well it was back then i thought it was gonna be d for the next dorks. spanky mcfarland or something <laughs> d for dork d for dorks you've been you've been in tv stuff matt you've been, you've i've been. only been on tv one time <laughs> no what was it you no more than that no i'm pretty sure just one time what was it maybe a time or two just in passing at hunger thong or, right. or something Dis- but, disney hasn't called you they should. I've done. I know they should. I've done panels and conferences and all kinds of stuff for Disney stuff. But uh, when the Royals went to the World Series, I was on KRBK. No kidding. Talking about. They had to find one Royals fan. One guy. <laughs> this town. <laughs> they literally did. That's funny. See That's you in great. twenty years, Matt. <laughs> yep. Thirty. <laughs> See you in thirty years. What about you? I've been in it a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm famous. You're on TV every day. Uh, always on there. There's no escaping. Uh, we're on Twitter, on Facebook, sometimes on TV. Uh, just find 31030 on any social media platform. Of course, our home is iHeartRadio. And right here on 1400 Fox Sports. Uh, until next week. Orange nips. No, I thought we were going to do like drummies or the flats. Oh, the winglets. A wing, uh, oh, yeah. Try Domino's winglets. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.